Scott Jennings, and today we're talking about Mistaken Taboo, Project Overhead. Executive summary. Field Overhead carries different names by contractors, different names by owners. Discussed here is what Field Overhead is and why it's important for owners to understand what that is. Project Estimation. So when a construction project is estimated, it's got several components, but the main components of it include these three things. Direct costs for the work. That's the cost of the guy or gal in the ditch laying the pipe. The excavator cost, the material cost, things directly associated with the actual project, putting the components of the project together. Second, project overhead. Project overhead is the team back in the office trailer, the project manager, the conference table, the water cooler, uh, the actual rental for the trailer itself, uh, the portable toilets out on the job. These are all things not directly associated with laying a pipe or pouring a concrete pad, but things that are necessary to support all those guys and gals in the field doing the actual work. And lastly, the third component is corporate overhead. If there's a corporate office back home, someone's got to be keeping the lights on and paying the rental of the building or paying a mortgage on the building, whatever it may be, but the corporate overhead to run all the jobs within the company. So those are the three components, direct costs, project overhead, and corporate overhead. Alternate names. Project overhead, as I just described it above, it, it carries different names. It includes names like project overhead, field overhead, general conditions, indirect costs. These are all the same thing, just with an actual different name. There's probably different names beyond the ones I just listed. But as I just described above, these costs, they are necessary to actually run the work. So the trouble that most contractors run into when looking for reimbursement for this cost is that owners always say, oh, well, the overhead's in your markup. I'm sure you've never heard that. Retrain the brain. Read carefully what's in your markups on your contract for extra work. And consider retraining the owner's mind, or maybe even your own mind, on how to classify all these costs when it comes to extra work. So if your contract talks about reimbursement for overhead or indirect costs as a markup tied to labor, instead of, in your own mind or in the owner's mind, them thinking that the trailer in which you're negotiating this change or the co the conference table that you're sitting at negotiating this change right next to the water cooler in the corner of the room, instead of thinking yourself or the owner thinking that these are overhead costs or indirect costs, start thinking of those costs as direct costs. Now, maybe that's not, you know, Johnny in the ditch laying the pipe. You know, maybe this is a project manager, but a project manager and, you know, the whiteboard you bought at Office Depot and you tacked up on the wall, all these costs are direct costs to this job. You're going to lose the argument on corporate overhead. You know, you can't say that, well, you know, we have a corporate office 300 miles from here and that cost is directly attributable to the job. Mm not usually going to work unless you have a worker in there who is sitting 300 miles away but only works on this particular project. So be thinking instead of negotiating changes which you describe in the field as a contract or as a job site overhead or these are my indirects associated with the job, start not using that language and start saying these are the direct costs associated with the job. I'm the project manager and I'm a direct cost associated with this job. So what are the costs of overhead? This, of course, varies widely between contractors, right? So 
The way contractors estimate work, most of them will estimate the job site overhead, or whatever you want to call it, as discrete costs, their line item costs in the bid. By that I mean that, say, the number of hours for the project manager, the number of months you're gonna have the job site trailer rented on the job, and all other job site indirect costs, like sometimes it might be survey, concrete testing, permits, uh, maybe low boy costs to get equipment out to the job. All these things are probably discreetly listed in your estimate, and if you need <clears throat> five portable toilets for a month or you need a hundred over the course of a year whatever it may be those <clears throat> actual portable toilet costs are a line item and probably a cost code inside your job budget whereas the cost of corporate overhead that's usually a percentage of some other global cost within the bid so you know a corporate you know in my experience corporate overhead may be seven seven and a half percent of the job value so if you turn in a bid for a million bucks you're going to have 7% of that million bucks, $70,000, going back to corporate to keep the lights on. That's usually estimated on a percentage basis, whereas, again, job site overhead is usually discreetly costed within the estimate. My story. This is a never-ending battle with owners. How do I, in the field, as a project manager, convince my client, the owner, that the costs for field management are real and need to be compensated out of the normal markups listed in the contract? If that's applicable, read your contract. And the answer is, I don't know. Uh, I do know. I mean, I've I've had this argument many times with clients, but there is no silver bullet answer. That's the problem with it. And most owners, you know, feel as if you know the contractor is getting rich off of them, especially on changes. But frankly, most of the time we had changes. It was more of a pain in the butt. I'd rather just do the work without any changes at all. But when it comes to adding work or deleting work, it costs money me to actually process these changes plus or minus to the contract and the job site overhead is always a real cost one suggestion don't want to leave you with absolutely nothing to do other than yeah it's a it's a tough road to hoe good luck rather than that answer one suggestion escrow your bid if you recall escrowing a bid is on bid day or the day after take a whole copy of your bid throw it in a box and give it to an attorney to hold on to or give it to a bank and put it in a safety deposit box that's one idea. Finally, one last piece of information, if you will, is what does it actually cost or, uh, you know, for each of these components? So what does job site overhead cost? What does corporate overhead cost? If you're a contractor or you're an owner trying to get just a, a number out in the ballpark for contractors for what these numbers cost, in my experience, and every contractor is different, every discipline of work is different, but generally speaking, in my career, we calculate project overhead on a discrete line by line item, but usually it's you know um, somewhere in the area of maybe twenty percent of the total cost for the job. The corporate overhead seven and a half percent of the job value for the job. And one other way you can possibly capture this cost is maybe embedded into your labor rate. So if a carpenter is making fifty bucks an hour with twenty five dollars of benefit or fringe maybe you add in another five dollars an hour you know for actual job site overhead cost careful what you call it but that's another way to pick up cost on field overhead without having to put in a line item saying field overhead because it usually goes over pretty poorly with an owner that's all i've got for today work safe